Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Hobes and As. We're now on the season finale for 2020. We're just wrapping up the year. The rugby league's over. We just want to recap last week. The mighty Maroons went down to the Blues and the mighty Maroons obviously won in game three. So, As, how you been, mate? How's things? How are you? How's the family? Yeah, I'm well, mate. Everything's uh, going well. I hope the people are fine and enjoyed the uh, origin that was left for us. But yeah, season finale, so uh, coming to an end. Yeah, we'll be back up and running next season, obviously. And uh, yeah, mate, but everything's fine. Happy days, buddy. All right, let's jump straight into this. We've got so much to unpack this week, uh, obviously backing up from game two. Let's go through some stats and time frame. We'll break it down and let's have a chat about it, eh? So... Obviously, as the game kicked off and you could tell right from the start that it actually had a better feel, it felt like an origin game right from the start, which we knew would happen, being the Blues home game, and it actually had the vibe of origin. Nothing really happened until the ninth minute when Xavier Coates went over in the corner. And I remember I sent you a cheeky little message to say, 6-0, here we go, the mighty Maroons, the Blues have got nothing. And then... What happened as? Uh, we just said, uh, yeah, we got nothing, eh? And we just went bang, 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 bang. Run it off about five tries. Thanks for coming, Nathan Cleary. And uh, it was shut the gates for Queensland. Um, Nathan Cleary, mate, uh, he was so overdue. We, we were asking, when is he going to step up? Same as Cody, Cody Walker. And bang, uh, the two combined beautifully. Nathan Cleary just come out of his shell. The kicking game was on song. Uh, we just kept peppering the Queensland's line. Patience. And, um, yeah, mate, it just paid off. Mate, it was a completely different team from game one, right? Obviously, I know they made some changes and, you know, putting in Cody Walker and pulling out Luke Keary. And obviously, we love, like, you rate Luke Keary. I think he's a great player as well. And, you know, obviously, he's he should have been picked for game one and he had to get picked for game one. Do you really think it was the right idea to hook him as, though, after his first game? Did he really play that bad? I, uh... Like I said here, both of the halves played terrible, mate. So, Keary was uh, much to blame as, as Nathan Cleary. Um, but when Cody Walker come on, mate, they, they spark, he sparked something. You know, he, he was there to produce and he did. Um, so, they had to pick him uh, for game two, mate. Um, obviously, they stuck with Nathan Cleary. He had an outstanding NRL season, mate. He's only young, so it was bounce back. Tough luck, I suppose, for, for Keary. Like you say, I'm a massive fan of Keary, mate. But, I, I mean, I wasn't spitting chips. They, they dropped him for, for Cody Walker. Cody Walker deserved to be picked, mate, and and they and he did. But uh, he was much to blame in game one's loss as uh, Nathan Cleary, mate. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Cody Walker stepped up as well and, you know, made that left side of New South Wales, you know, being inside Jack Whiten. And so on that left side, obviously, was pretty lethal there. Angus Crichton and uh, having Jack Whiten there and Tupu. I thought Angus Crichton, you know, really stepped up in game two and showed why he should be picked in the Blues team because he obviously replaced Boyd Cordner, right, when Boyd Cordner was was ruled out for the series. The 17th minute, uh, Cody Walker scores a try. As we mentioned in the game one, it was good to see the Harps wanting to run the ball. I mean, Cleary ran the ball and got a penalty just before that. He made a break and was running the ball and got tackled. And not long after, they spread it wide and, Cody Walker crashed over and scored a good try as and I was really impressed with the way that they controlled the game New South Wales like even deep kicks you know just turning Queensland around and the the defensive line they were just coming out of the defense and giving Queensland absolutely nothing the forwards were shot 
Yeah, mate. Nathan clearly said come out of his shell. And uh, like I was telling you in the first round, I never knew why they weren't um, kicking across to Tupu in the air. Because Tupu in the air is lethal, mate. And Xavier Coates, the poor old Xavier Coates, he couldn't catch a watermelon in game two. Yeah, mate. It was making some terrible errors. And, you know, Tupu was all over him. But to me, they still couldn't get that kick right to Tupu. Um, they sort of was just laying it up 10 metres out. But if you actually put one in goals uh, for Tupu, I actually, you know, 10 out of 10 times I thought Tupu would out jump Coates every day of the week and scored. It worked for them. They finally tried it, mate, and, and it paid off. Mate, they, they were really dominant New South Wales. Josh Adokar showed his class yet again, showed why he's probably the best winger in the competition. He's showing that, you know, obviously he's coming off contract and, uh, you know, wanting to show what he's worth. I believe he's one of the outclass wingers. And the first one picked as, you'd pick him every day. Like, if you're picking Australian side tomorrow, you'd pick Josh Adokar as the first winger. And no one would ever hold anything against that. Mate, New South Wales obviously led 18-4 at halftime. I know that we gave Nathan Cleary comments about his goal kicking. You could tell he definitely worked on his goal kicking, mate. He, was, he, he wasn't missing him on, you know, game two, was he? No, mate. It's uncharacteristic for Nathan Cleary to miss, um, you know, some of those goals in, in game one. But, um, yeah, he could have missed in game two, mate. He was just dead set lethal. And, and that's... You know, goes for kicking for goal, whether it's getting him out of trouble deep in their, their heart. He was just booting the ball 40, 20. He's like, just insane, mate. And, um, you yeah, know, good luck to him, mate. He came out of his shell, and, and that's the Nathan Cleary we know. But, uh, you know, Cody Walker deserves some raps as well, mate. He he played enormous as well, mate. And they, they went, you know, that was just deadly one-two punch for the, our halves there. And, um, you know, Queensland's defence was very shonky, mate. Kate Will got caught out a few times and just, yeah, terrible shirt grabbing and, and you know, not balanced. And, um, yeah, New South Wales just carved them up. Mate, they definitely did. Like, they come straight out of half time as well, out of the blocks. And, you know, Jack Whiten scored pretty early on and showed why he's the Dally M player of the year. Obviously brushed off a few to score. But then, mate, how good was it to see young Tino and Payne Huss, you know, getting a little bit of mongrel there, trying to throw a couple, push and shove, bring back the Biff. A couple of them both got 10 in the bin. Mate, how does that feel? Doesn't that just get your blood pumping when you start seeing the boys getting in there to throw a couple? Doesn't that make you feel great? Oh, 100%, mate. You know, we're, we're old school. We love a bit of biff. Obviously, now, um, you know, we're going through a PC generation and they don't like that whatsoever, mate. And, you know, fair enough, you know, with, with so forth, people unfortunately being king hit uh, and stuff. But, you know, it's rugby league, mate. It, it, testosterone's high. It's men, oh, man. They're grown men. You know, they're like warriors, mate. And, and things like this happen. It was good to see. It really was. They fired everyone up. Obviously, Queensland don't like losing. And when they do, they throw in little dirty things. But Parley pulled Crichton's hair. Oh, turn it up. And uh, they didn't like it, mate. And, you know, I'd love to see that pain us do that, mate, because he was a dead set cat in game one. Uh, game two, and there he was, the big line, the giant. He showed up, mate, and he was an enforcer. And I loved it, mate. I loved seeing it. It showed a different side to Payne Huss because I didn't think it had it in him, mate. He's just a big, gentle giant. And it finally showed that he could be a lion and lead New South Wales' uh, forwards. But good to see. It definitely was. I liked as he got as he was 10 in the bin and going for off, he was actually waving to, to Itino, you know, to say, come on, let's go. I've heard that they were actually playing schoolboys against each other. So, yeah. you know, they, they go back a few years, uh, Tino and Payne. So... Mate, I, I was surprised too with Payne Haas. I didn't think he had it in him. Being that big as, he, he reminds me of Willie Mason. Mate, if he ran like Shane Webke, right, Willie Mason, he would have scored, he would have been the best second rower in the game. No one could stop him 10 metres out if he just ran it. Payne Haas obviously has that big body and 
really, really stepped up. So that obviously brought up the intensity a little bit. So not long after that, mate, in the 64th minute, there was a short ball from DCE to Papali for a try. Good ball from DCE, but great line running from Papali. Cody Walker, he left Cook, you know, for that one-on-one tackle. He should have got in there into the defence and put his shoulder in, but he just catted out a little bit, it felt like, and obviously Papali went over for that try. But, mate, in the 65th minute, so pretty much straight after the kickoff, Philip Sammy, as he's not an origin player, mate, you know, like he had an absolute shocker, and I was absolutely blowing up because I thought, here come the Queenslanders, 15 minutes to go, we're down by 20, we can win this, and we know that they've done it time and time again. And then Philip Sammy just, he's out of position, he's trying to jump up to knock the ball back, and Josh Adokar just goes around him and plants the ball down, and I'm like, how is this even origin? Like, who are you, Philip Sammy? Like, get your jersey off and go and sit on the bench and peel some oranges, mate. Yeah, that the just going back to that Papali try, mate. They pulled the exact exact same play last year, and he scored in exactly the same place. So New South Wales need to be aware of that. Um, you know, when them two are in the teams, man, because they'll keep trying that when they're, they're ten out from New South Wales line. Uh, Philip Sammy, oh mate, his longest run was dead set taking the ball dead ten meters out, running backwards. He dead set. It was he was woeful for a winger. His longest run was dead set cleaning up the ball and taking it dead for a dropout. Give yourself an uppercut. Honestly, wake up to yourself, mate. You're playing Origin. You got to go forward, uh, mate. He was atrocious. Like I said, I'm a big fan of Edric Lee, mate. I, I think he should have been uh, in there before Philip Semi. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. So I was really impressed with you know. Obviously, we keep going back to Nathan Cleary, but. Mate, that 40-20 kick with four minutes to go, you know, Queensland, you know, were, were trying to throw everything at New South Wales, even though they didn't really have much. New South Wales were defending really well. But the 40-20 from Nathan Cleary just showed his class of the, the whole 2020 campaign that he's had this year. Absolutely incredible play. That's what we wanted. We wanted him to run the ball. We wanted him to control the game. And we wanted him to kick the goals. And, mate, Nathan Cleary, 10 out of 10 performance for me. Um, mate, New South Wales go on to win 34 to 10. It wasn't a good night for me, as. I was actually a little bit disappointed. But, mate, 24 points down, you know, getting beat like that in an origin in New South Wales. I knew New South Wales would come out firing, but I didn't think we'd get beat by 24, um, especially winning game one. Mate, they had to do something in game three. Oh, mate. Time and time again, mate, Queensland, like I said, their heart is just different, mate. It's just a different heart to New South Wales, mate. And, you know, that game too, I expected New South Wales to win, but it was dead set a class act, mate. And I was expecting that in game one. And I thought when Queensland won game one, mate, I thought, far out, here we go again. You know, the, the, the class team on paper, every position covered over Queensland, and Queensland wins game one, I thought, far out, here we go again. And then obviously game two, mate, when New South Wales just carved up Queensland, there we go. That's what we're expecting. And then uh, as we saw game three last night, mate, whoa, unbelievable. Yeah, mate, let's just jump straight into it. As so much to talk about. Obviously, it's fresh on our minds, just the game being on last night. Mate, so we move on to game three. Suncorp Stadium, packed house, right? They could fill the, fill the stadium. For those guys making their debut, Branko Lee and Edric Lee, you know, the cousins, um, 
mate, what a way to run out onto Suncorp Stadium and to a screaming fans. Mate, and you've got to think, these two guys haven't played rugby league for, well, Brenko has, but Edric Lee hadn't played for seven weeks. Like, mate, he he played really well, Edric Lee. So, mate, you've been a big fan of him this year. We both talked about what a year that Edric Lee had. But, mate, he did his job and done it well. Oh, 100%, mate. And like you said, we, we, we tell it how it is, Hobes. Uh, what we see, we, we, we'll say it. Edric Lee was rubbish before. He was, mate. But he had an outstanding he, – he was coming so good, mate. You know, he's turning into a – you know, one of the best wingers in the comp, Edric Lee. Um, you know, people can bag him all they want, mate. But he was – he deserved his origin position, mate. And I, I vouch for that. I, I was voting for him, mate. I'm one of his fans. He's turned his, his football game around and, and you know, he deserved to be picked, mate. And he finally, finally was chosen. Uh, to me, it should have been changed all along, mate. Xavier Coates should not have been playing over Edric Lee for mine. But then, yeah, that's not my 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 choice. And, yeah, mate, he, he, what a game. He had a good game, mate. Great game for a debut game. Yeah, mate. So, <clears throat> obviously, Wayne Bennett you know, saw something in Corey Allen there to put Corey Allen at fullback and then Val Holmes on the wing. I was very sceptical of it. Obviously, I know Corey Allen actually played pretty well for South, but let's face it, origin compared to, you know, rugby league, week in, week out is chalk and cheese. But, mate, Corey Allen obviously set up, you know, the first try to Val Holmes, you know, pass. Well, he didn't really set it up, but he, you know, pass the ball on to Val, and Val had a lot of work to do, but scoring in the corner under the first four minutes, I was like, here we go again, 6-0 as your beauty, and then I remember I got a text message back from your mate saying, yep, just like last week, champion. So, <laughs> mate, I, I, I quickly shut my mouth because I didn't want to get too cocky, um, but, mate, what a good way to start for Queensland, and, you know, Corey Allen obviously passing to Val Holmes, and it just showed the the masterstroke of Wayne Bennett to just know that where those two guys should have been playing on the field. Oh, 100%, mate. And, you know, Corey Allen had a rough start. Though. He was dead set dropping watermelons. He, 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 he couldn't catch anything. Dead set, poor bloke, started out terribly. And then, uh, obviously, when Val Holmes went in the corner, it just settled things down. And it's just a master, you know, pick from Wayne Bennett to, to shove Corey Allen in at fullback and move Val Holmes to the wing. Uh, Val Holmes was always going to perform good at the, on the wing. He always has. And, yeah, he just went in the corner. Uh, for me, Jack White, mate, he, he's, he just had a very, very disappointing series, mate. Missed so many tackles. And he just jammed in on that play too, mate. And, and you know, they just threw the boy at the back to um, you know, Val Holmes and bang, in the corner he goes. And, um, yeah, Queensland up 6-0. I've always thought Val Holmes is a winger, mate. I don't think Val Holmes is a fullback. So, you know, I know he's gone and, tried to go to Townsville now to be the fullback there for the Cowboys. But, mate, I, I agree with Paul Gallen. Um, you know, Val Holmes is a great, great winger. And I think that's where he should stay. And I think that's where his best position is. But, mate, as you said, Corey Allen couldn't catch a cold, mate. I think you actually said that, mate, he's got feet for hands because he dead set couldn't catch anything. Um, mate, terrible error from Corey Allen. Nathan Cleary put in a kick, mate. And actually, when he put in the kick... I thought, what a crap kick. That's gone into the end goal. Like, easy, perfect. We're going to jump out to the 20. But Corey Allen made it look difficult. He just jumped from inside his end goal to catch the ball, fumbled it. DCE, I don't know what he was thinking. Maybe because he was offside, he didn't want to ground the ball. But he still touched the ball, but he's trying to pick it up. And then Teddy's just gone, bang, thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Six all 
six all scoreline. I was like, what's going on here? Hayes, I, I don't know if you agree with me or not, mate, but this is the worst origin I've ever watched skill-wise, mate. It was dead set pathetic, mate. It's terrible. Like I said, he showed this, the pinnacle of rugby league to the world. Rubbish, mate. You know, that, that, that kick was dead set on his chest. And to drop that, it's unacceptable, mate. It is unacceptable. Uh, obviously led to a try uh, with Teddy lucky to just put his hand around DC and, and put, put his hand on the ball. But, yeah, mate. That's it. That was unacceptable. It didn't feel like an origin series. as I, And I, I do think that these players being out for, you know, five, six, seven weeks, when you're picked in origin, it's you're still playing club football. Rugby league is all about timing. You know, you've got to get your timing right. You've got to know where to run. You've got to know when the play's on. You've got to, you just know, like, and you're fit, you're ready to go. These guys that have been, you know, out of the game for three, four weeks, it, it's, it's hard to get that timing back to perform, especially at origin level. Like, it must be tough. And I know the nerves must have been on Corey Allen. But as you said, mate, totally unacceptable. That kick was horrible from Nathan Cleary. And I was cheering it on because I was like, you beauty, here we go. The pressure's off. And then, mate, he drops it cold. Tedesco scores in 6-6 all. And then, mate, off the kickoff, Munster kicks it dead. As I was blowing up, mate. I was going, no, don't do this. We're... We're on top. Queensland came out firing. Christian Welsh, what a front rower, mate. Hey, eh? two-time premiership front rower, absolutely hammering Daniel Saifidi and paying us. Obviously, they're wooden spoon premiership forwards, mate. Christian Welsh came out firing, and so did uh, Josh Papali. So, mate, we had it. We had it over you. But then, you know, silly errors, dumb mistakes, just let you back in the game. Oh, Lindsay Collins as well, with his one tooth missing at the front, dead set, wouldn't wouldn't look out a play as a farmer uh, in Louisiana in America. Dead set, honestly. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, mate, I, I'm filthy. Cameron Munster was dead set carving us up, right? Now, I don't know if New South Wales, if he's want to grow a heart or get a heart. How do you not fire up, mate? Someone's dominating you. You don't go out and have a mission to, to smash that player. Now, Nathan Cleary was on the ground, and Cameron Munster was on top of him, smacking him in the face, mate. Not one New South Wales player, with all their tattoos and their rat's tails, tough guy image, could go out there and, and pick Munster up and throw him 10 metres. They didn't have to punch him, mate. Throwing 10 metres, just to say, don't you dare pick on our halfback. But not one of them did, Hobes. I'm filthy, mate. Filthy at him. It's just chalk and cheese, the heart-wise, what Queensland has and what New South Wales has, mate. And you know, whether that goes down to Brad Pittler as well, how can you not have your team ready for game three, mate? You know what's coming at you, mate. You've experienced it yourself. You know, you're playing at Suncor, the home of Queensland Rugby League. And to allow that, mate, sorry, that's unacceptable, mate. We either need a coach that knows what he's doing to get his players up and ready to pre prepare them to know what's coming. But to have Cameron Munster do that to your halfback, mate, and not one of you tough guys do anything about it, I'm sorry, mate. As a New South Wales supporter, the passion I have, unacceptable, Holmes. Unacceptable, mate. I'm filthy. They're just there for a paycheck or they just didn't care, mate. Oh, my God. Still can't believe I watched that, mate. Not one player do anything. Same as Tedesco, mate. When Tedesco was knocked out, and for Jai Arrow, fair enough, whether he knew or not, mate, he was knocked out, to pick him up and throw him back down. How dare not one of them players confront him, you know? Put, put two hands on his chest and grab him. Say, what do you think you're doing, mate? You know what I mean? It's unacceptable, Hose. And, mate, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, gobsmacked. I'm, I'm really hurt 
just to know that I have players like that I have to cheer for, mate. It's a disgrace. Payne Haas went from a cat in game one to a lion in game two, then back to the Wizard of Oz cat in game three. He was nowhere to be found, mate. Where was this enforcer? Or, you know, you want to start pushing sharp. Yeah, it's all good in game two. Where were you in game three? Mate, I can hear it in your, in your voice, mate. But you're right. There was no mongrel, mate. There's just nothing there from the Blues enforcers. Mate, I was wondering where Nathan Brown was, mate. I thought he should have come out 20 minutes earlier um, than what he did because Nathan Brown's got that mongrel, mate, that, you know, give me the ball and I'll run it and I'll come off the back fence and I'm running straight through you and you got to try and stop me. Good that you talked about when Tedesco did get knocked out. A lot of talk going on that, you know, Jai Arrow's a grub and, you know, honestly, when I first saw it, I thought unnecessary. But then when I watched the replay again, as he didn't know, he didn't know that Tedesco was knocked out. He he was down in the play. Obviously, you know, Tedesco got a, a knee there from Papali. But Jairo got up and noticed that the ball had been, you know, come out of the thing. So he's just revved up. You know, he's just come on the field. He's just tried to pick the bloke up and give him a what for. But then he did show that he cared, you know. Like once he knew that he was knocked out, he straight away called the trainers and the referee to stop the game and, you know, to try and calm it all down. But, mate, where were the Blues in that situation? Like you said, you know, if if someone gets put on their backside and, you know, someone's standing over you and the, and the play stopped and you know your player's knocked out, mate, you've got to get up there and you've got to grab someone. you just got to, you know, especially when he's just done it to your, your star fullback and your star player. And honestly, sitting there as a Queensland supporter, when Teddy was, was knocked out, mate, and I knew he wouldn't be coming back, I actually felt a little bit confident, mate. I actually felt my shoulders get back and I thought, here we go. We can win this and we can win well. No matter how good James Tedesco is, mate, right? Best player in the world, whatever, mate. Best fullback, golden boot, whatever, mate. To have your fullback go off the field, you're telling me not not one other player steps up, not, other, not one other player wants to lead. Cody Walker, hello. Where were you for game three, mate? You had a great game in game two. We, we give you your praise, your accolades. You were awesome. There's the old Cody Walker again. Where are you, mate? Where where you been? Jack Whiten again. Where were you, mate? Where you been? How about a run? How about going in and trying to get a run, getting his team going forward? Nowhere to be seen, mate. You know, it's, it's insane. Now, you, you have I get people ringing up the stations and all that. Oh, Jack Whiten should have been 5'8". No, no. He played a great series at centre the year before, mate. You had, you had players like Kieran uh, Walker, who were awesome at 5'8 as well, mate. Now, as we're talking about the point system points, that's my that's what I'm trying to say as well. Jack White was in a team where he dominated. Fair enough. Luke Keery in a great team with the Roosters. Cody Walker in a great team with South. That doesn't necessarily mean because some bloke got the Daily M in that position, he's the best, you know, at that position. To have not one person lead or stand up, mate, you know. Nathan Cleary probably trying to do a bit too much again, but there's just no one else, mate. There, Daniel Saifidi, mate. But like, off the kick up, they were straight in. I thought, oh, we're on here. We, we've got a bit of, you know, mongrel. We, we, we're trying to, you know, put it over Queensland. And then it just stopped after five minutes. Gone. Nowhere to be seen. Again, no one trying to put it over Munster. Munster dominating. And then to do that, have your halfback on the ground. Munster actually has the ball in one hand. And he's just giving him a facial in the other, slapping him around, smacking him around. No one, no one comes out to stand up for your halfback. Are you serious, New South Wales? And Brad Fittler, the course, should have gone out straight away. 
give someone a mission. Like you said, Nathan Brown probably should have been on 20 minutes before just to get us go forward and then say to him, mate, someone wants to put it over us, get in there. I want you to smash him, smack him. We need go for it. We need this team to fire up. There was nothing, Hobes. It was dead set. It made me sick, mate. It was a team full of cats. Dead set. Absolute cats. They should be ashamed of themselves, mate. To, to represent New South Wales and play like that in game three at Suncorp, are you serious? Against a team that's full of Blacktown worker A-grade players and Fairfield Patrician brother A-grade players, are you serious, New South Wales? should be ashamed of yourself, mate. Hand back your paycheck, your grubs. Honestly, disgraceful, mate. Absolute disgrace. And Brad Fittler, you couldn't coach a pig to get 30. Hand your resignation in too, mate. You're a disgrace as well, mate. It's unforgivable, Hobes. Unforgivable, mate. <laughs> it's not funny, mate. Oh, I've had a gut. Please, please, no. Give you a good thing. I've had a gut full of Queensland, you know, pulling players out of nowhere, having a heart, having an actual heart. That shows passion. It shows love. It shows respect for not only the supporters of Queensland, but the whole state. New South Wales needs to wake up themselves, mate. As is blowing up here, folks. Oh, How mate, good is this? How good is state of origin? State versus state, mate versus mate. As I'm sick, sick of seeing it, Hobbs. I'm sick of seeing it, mate. I saw it in '95. You know, I saw it in '95. You, you look at that team, mate. Every day of the week, they smash Queensland. What did Queensland do? They won three 0 didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, Paul Gallon. Exactly agree with you, mate. This is the worst Queensland team on paper. 150 percent. But why? Because they've got a heart. They win because they care. New South Wales got nothing, mate. I'm filthy out. Brad Fittler, get off. Resign. you got no idea, mate. Get a coach in there that actually knows what he's doing and fires his team up. Mate, so good. I agree. I think Brad Fittler has to go. I was looking at his, you know, his persona, his body language, just sitting there on the sidelines. It, it seemed like he's just been laid back, cruisy, you know. I've, I've got the Channel 9 job and commentating and, you know, this is just something that I do because I love my rugby league. But, mate, I think they need a Craig Bellamy. I think Craig Bellamy needs to come back and coach the Blues. Someone, Tommy Rodonigas. A hundred percent. Tommy Rodonigas. Go to the Maggies. Get Tommy Rodonigas back. We need someone as hard as cement to rev this team up, put a rocket up their backside and start to play for this state and actually care. Grow a heart. Mate, I know that the Queenslanders actually bring back, you know, some of the players like Tony Carroll goes, Brad Thorne, Alan Langer, obviously, Justin Hodges, all these players, Thurston, Lockyer, you know, Alfie Langer, all these guys, they all get into camp. They talk about origin, talk about what it means. They watch videos. They watch, you know, replays. They talk about, you know, players on debut and they watch the games to rev the debutants on. Do New South Wales do any of that, mate? I know that, you know, they've got, you know, Fittler and Badiris and Johns and Daly. Do they invite, like, Benny Elias, someone that's, you know, bled for New South Wales? Steve Mortimer would be another one. Do they invite these guys into the camp to tell them what it feels like to, to be wear the New South Welshman jersey? Oh, I think so, mate. They're, they're, I, I do know Block has been in there, Siren, and you know players like that from the past. Um, it's I can't compare the old New South Wales, but to the new one, hoes, because you know the, the pretty boys of the of these days, mate. They just don't want to get dirty. Like the, the kick through as well last night, mate. It might have been DC or someone, and Tupu dead set catted it, mate. Like 
the bloke had to take the ball, mate. It led to a try. That he had to take the ball, mate. He was going to get smashed. But that's origin football, mate. That's what it's all about. He dead said had a look before he tried to take the ball. You know, and it led to a Queensland try, mate. And, you know, that, that's the difference between Queensland and New South Wales, Holmes. He's actually care. He's have a heart. And New South Wales, oh, mate, I'm sick of watching it every year. I'm sick of watching it. You hey. know, this should have been an eight-year streak for New South Wales. And it's gone like that because you've got players who just really don't care, mate. They just haven't got it in them. I have a solution yeah. for you, brother. What's that? 2021. You support the mighty Maroons, hey? I'll buy you a I'll buy you a Maroon jersey. You and you and Hobes, we can do a Hobes and As live. We can sit there cheering on the Maroons against those dirty cockroaches, hey? Bring back the Billy Moore. You can come out of the the kitchen with a four X, and you can just yell out Queenslander just before the game, mate. You, you'll be happy. I promise you, you'll be happy for the series, mate. I'll never support Queensland in my life. He's a grubs. You'll always be grubs. You know, Marty Bella, Barnhill, Hopawati, Denny Moore. Let's get it on, baby. We've always, we'll always put it over you. Don't worry about that. But, uh, mate, I'm filthy, absolutely filthy with the way we play, mate. They should be ashamed of themselves, Hobbs. Dead set. Absolutely ashamed of themselves. What do you think of the Edric Lee try as? Edric Lee scored the try. They called it a knockback from Branko Lee. Just to explain to people, because I've, I've heard a few things today, that that was definitely a knock-on. I was trying to tell people it was definitely a knockback. Um, yep. you know, Branko obviously jumped up, but you can see the way that the hand, you know, the ball had actually touched the back part of his hand or the, you know, the lower part. You could see the rotation of the ball going backwards. You saw the touch judge clearly say back. What I know there's diehard New South Wales fans that straight away say that's a knock on. What What are your thoughts as a diehard New South Wales fan? Hey, it doesn't matter what I'm diehard, mate. You call a spade a spade, mate. And that was a knockback. That any any person that was, oh, I'm not going, mate. Get out of here, please. It was a knockback, mate. It was a fair, fair enough try. If he went through the hands, Munster, and just throwed a massive lob pass over, there was two on no one. You know what I mean? But he put the kick across. It just got an unfortunate bounce. But it went backwards, mate. And it was a try. Um, so no one should be whinging about that, mate. There was nothing nothing, nothing in it. It was a fair enough try. Mate, great lead-up work by Munster. He really stepped up, you know, last night and showed his class. And as you were saying, some some of the – it looked like he had spiders on him at some times. It looked like no one wanted to tackle him. He was doing pirouettes. He was doing 360s. Showed his class, and that's why I keep telling you, mate, that's why he's the, the best 5'8 in the game and the Australian 5'8. He has what? just got it all, mate. He's playing like the best 5'8 now, 100%. But during the year, I'd take Luke Keery every day of the week, mate. But, mate, like you said, he led. And, you know, good luck to him, mate. You know, he, he led. And they needed someone like that because DCE's been on and off, you know, for a couple of years now. And that was all the Cameron Munster show. Don't worry about that. He just said, give me the ball, I'll lead you. And that's why Queensland won Oats. You know, they had a leader. They had players that backed him up. They had players with heart. New South Wales had nothing, mate. And what, like I said here, it's just not one player that went after him. Mm. You know, all these tough guys, and not one player went after him. Not one player drilled him. Are you serious? And people don't realise Cameron Munster's a bit of a nutter. You know what I mean? He'll react. He reacts when he doesn't, he doesn't like getting smashed. And not one player tried to stir him up or anything. Are you serious, New South Wales? You know, and then again, Hobbs, that comes down to Brad Fittler not getting on the walkie-talkie or, or you know, trying to tell 
put a message out there, someone aim up on Munster and clean him up. There's just nothing, mate. Definitely a loose cannon, Cameron Munster, but, mate, I'm so glad he's a Queenslander. Mate, definitely showed up, and he definitely led that team. And the, 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 the Maroons just played off it. Like, I look at the back four, um, the wingers and then the centres. Like, I thought Brinko Lee, Edric Lee, um, Dane Gagai and Val Holmes just coming out of their own 20 to 30 metre line. You know, the, the dummy half runs, the, you know, off the dummy half, first, first hit up. They were dominating New South Wales before the forwards even had to do anything. And Queensland just kept finding themselves in a New South Wales half. And New South Wales were kicking deep inside their 20 to 30, weren't making any yardage. And you're right, Queensland didn't have much in attack, mate, because it, it seemed like they were just trying to score on every play. Like DCE, that's where your halfback needs to control the game. That's where your halfback needs to go, all right, we're now in our 30. Let's just get it down into the end goal or try and get a repeat set. Except Queensland were just trying to score tries off every play, which sort of kept New South Wales in the game. But I remember you sending me text messages saying Queensland's got dead set nothing. You can't score. But, mate, New South Wales' defence, for what it was worth, and Queensland going back and forth, they were actually defending pretty well and holding their own, but they just couldn't control field position. So it was hard for Cleary and, obviously, Walker, he went missing. Nathan Cleary had a brave play by kicking an awesome 40-20 back across the, the field of play. I thought Nathan Cleary actually tried, probably tried too hard. But again, it was just field position that Queensland were dominating. So, mate, they go into the sheds 12-6. You probably would have been pretty happy with that, though, right? The amount of possession that Queensland had, you, you must have been confident, mate. Oh, there's no doubt, Aves. Like you, you had 60% of possession, mate. Yeah, you know, Queensland got to about 15 out, 10 out plenty of times, mate. And there's just no... You know, if DCE, take control, mate, just little grubber in goals, repeat set, just build pressure. You know, when that defence is so good, just keep building pressure. Eventually, one of the one of the forwards will get lazy or tired. You know, you get someone out of dummy half, like Harry Grant or Jake Friend or someone, bang, you're going for a try. But like you said, they're just trying to score off every play, Queensland. You know, they just need to just relax, you know, build pressure. But, um, yeah, thank God Cameron Munster stepped up. I'm telling you, mate, because I wasn't worried one bit. The way New South Wales played in the first half, yeah, fair enough. And I, I thought, you know, when they go in the second half, Freddie will put a rocket up there, you know, and, and, and get them going. But obviously he didn't. He must have just said, oh, go and meditate, go and do some Tai Chi, and we'll go out and we'll just win the second half. Go and get some extra sleep because that's what you need. But that's it. They need a rocket up their backside. Cody Walker and Nathan Cleary need to be pulled aside and said, boys, he's here now. We're behind. Do you just want to step up? I just don't know what he said at half time, mate. Because when they come out, it just wasn't the same, was it? Yeah, no, the intensity wasn't there. As Harry Grant obviously come on just before half time and replaced Jake Friend, and he looked dangerous. Um, but straight after half time, mate, he split split the blue straight through the middle, and it almost led to a Valentine Holmes try, mate. Harry Grant just came out, showed his class. Showed he's ready for origin football. And I called it. I thought he should have been, you know, the the hooker in game one. Although, you know, I'm happy with Jake Friend getting it. But I was thinking long-term. And Harry Grant will be the Queensland hooker for the next 10 years, um, barring injury. Mate, I look at the 42nd minute. Queensland are down on their own, own try line, effectively. I swear Daly Cherry Evans knocked the ball on. He knocked the ball on from dummy half. The the ref missed it. The very next play, he's in a 
bit of a push and shove with Junior Paulo. Junior Paulo ends up pushing him and Queensland get let off with a penalty. But I'd love to see that footage again because I believe that Cherry Evans knocked the ball on, which was a let off there for New South Wales and a missed one by the referees. Did you see that, mate? Did you or was it? I didn't I didn't really see it, mate, till you mentioned it. So good eyes to you. Uh, but yeah, 100% knock on, no doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, mate, you know, again, Junior Paulo, you know, giant of the bloke, can throw him. You know, he's teed up with Paul Gallon. Bloke can fly. He's a general giant, don't get me wrong, but there's another player, need to fire up, mate, need to smash people, you know, and he just, again, you know, nothing. But yeah, mate, no, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't really see that, that uh, knock on. Yeah, like I said, love to see the footage, um, but I do believe that uh, DCE did knock the ball on uh, there at dummy half, and I actually thought, oh, no, there's a there's an error, but they didn't call it. Obviously, I was cheering, but um, and then not long after, yeah, the penalty. So I was really happy about that. But then, mate, Harry Grant scores a try, mate, comes out of dummy half, crosses over, reaches out, puts the ball down on the line. What a try. Origin material. He's just got it, doesn't he, Harry Green? He just looks like an Origin player, just built like a hooker. You know, he's got that young face that looks like a 16-year-old boy that's just on a high. Look out, Melbourne Storm, next year. I mean, I know that, you know, we don't know what's happening still with Cameron Smith, but, mate, Brandon Smith and Harry Green in your team, poor, you're looking pretty good. Mate, don't worry about what a try. What a player. What a player. Um, if he only knew to re-sign with the West Tigers, that would be the better option. But, hey, what can we do? Um, mate, how good is he? How good is he? Now, if this kid stays level-headed, you know, doesn't, doesn't you know, grow a massive ego and hang around, you know, buffets, he'll be something. He'll be something special, this kid. Um, and Queensland's got something here, mate. There's no doubt about it. Um, as soon as he come on, he just carved up, took the boy out of dummy half, made that run. Obviously, that try as well. Um, he's a freak. He's a dead set freak, this kid. I'm a Harry fan. I still remember Leichhardt over when he come off and, you know, as he's walking down the sideline off the field and everyone cheering Harry, Harry, Harry. Mate, I was cheering Harry, Harry, Harry last night. And, mate, it did look like he dropped the ball. Um, it, I didn't think he actually reached the line. Um, I know the ball ended up on the line. But then obviously, you know, thank, thankfully for the video ref that they slowed it down, you can actually see that he did have hands on the ball. So, mate, touch the line, try to Queensland. Queensland looking pretty well there. New South Wales obviously scored a, a late try there with Daniel Tupo crossing over, which I was actually surprised. It was actually only his second try in origin as. Um, yep. Game one was his first. So I was actually pretty surprised about that. But, mate, I want to fast forward a little bit to the next bomb try by Valentine Holmes. Mate, Corey Allen beats beats a defender and throws a nice flick ball. Val Holmes right there. How does he drop the ball, as Like, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with people. I don't know if they watch the same game of us. I don't think Val Holmes had a great game, Holmes. He, he, that's, he's quite a good try, don't get me wrong. You know, he's a great winger. But he bombed about three tries, mate. That game could have been in the bag right there and then. But it was a dead set. There was no one on him. And it went through his bread bus just like, what's doing? Again, yeah, unacceptable for Origin. You just can't drop things like that. I was filthy then because I thought, we've, we've won. We've, we've won it. If he scores there, it's it's over. Like, Queensland are guaranteed to, to, to get the win. But, mate, obviously, you know, 
<clears throat> Nathan Cleary kicking another penalty late in the in the game to you know bring the score back to six. So okay, let's let's go to the point where Corey Allen gets ten in the bin. Definitely a professional foul. Is it a penalty try? For me, I support New South Wales. Yes, to me, penalty try only because to me, without a doubt, he scores there. He was taken out literally not to give that try up. Um, I know it was fifteen out or whatever it was, mate. I understand that, but there's. There's no one in front of him. No one. I think Cameron Munster was a metre or two away from him. He would have been five metres in front of Cameron Munster by the time he got to the ball. He was in full flight, mate. And if you watch the replay, Corey Allen actually lines him up and hits him with a shoulder. He's past him. He's already nearly past him, Oates. It's a professional bear every day a week. To me, he's a penalty try as well. Obviously, there would have been massive controversy if there was given a penalty try. You know what I mean? But I cop it on the chin because to me, it was 50-50. I'll cop that on the chin. You know what I mean? But to me, yes, a penalty try. But it wasn't to be. So be it, mate. It shouldn't have come down to that. It is what it is, mate. I love watching Josh Adokar, and I keep talking about rugby league being there's no substitute for pace. If you click in the game and you got some space, look out because you're you're a weapon. The kick went in from Isaiah Yo, and Valheims was on the wing. He didn't turn and chase us. He didn't know where Josh Adokar was. Josh Adokar had one mission, and that was to get that ball and keep running and score a try. So when the kick went in and obviously Adokar got the ball and kicked it back in again, I can guarantee you Josh Adokar, he was going around and and he would have got that ball. He would have got the ball first. Yep. Whether or not he knocks it on, how do we know? We don't know. We don't know if he knocks it on, if it's an error. A lot of players have got the ball and dropped the ball over the line. We know that. In that moment, I don't think they can give a penalty try only because of the vicinity of the player still in the vicinity of where the ball would have been. I don't think that the video ref could justify just because he's the fastest player on the field, he definitely would have got there. I know he would have got there. I'm a realist, mate. Josh Adokar would have got that ball. He would have scored that try. But the NRL rugby league rules say, no, they can't do that because of players in the vicinity. So they stuck to the rules, which I'm okay about, and I, I am. It is a 50-50 call. Deep down, mate, I know that Josh Adokar would have scored that try. So yeah, it's really tough, really hard to take. And if it had been the other way around, mate, I would have been just as <laughs> upset. But mate, let's face it: Queensland bombed three tries, mate. Val Holmes chopped yeah. them all over the line. Line open. He, he should have scored all three of them. I was actually surprised that Nathan Cleary kicked on the third tackle to Angus Crichton in behind the line and a dumb play at that point in time with a couple of minutes to go or a minute to go and then that kick to go in and obviously I'm cheering but I'm a realist I love rugby league so I love that adrenaline pumping to keep me in the game and nail biting and are we going to win are we going to lose or what's happening I just love the game really disappointing that play mate I, I thought he should have controlled a little bit better and maybe just thought he saw something there or maybe didn't see the fullback in the line or something. And, yeah, disappointing. Disappointing way to end the the game. And, mate, talking about the end of the game, the, the New South Wales Blues went up to review a, a call. The Queensland were already celebrating. What happens there? <laughs> oh, mate, I was like, what are you doing? If you won the review then, shouldn't it be one play? No, no, it's full time anyway. So what's the review for then, you idiots? Why are you looking over it? Just say no full time. What's that game come to, mate? 
So News of Wales throws up the review and the ref's like, yeah, okay, we'll go and review it. Yep, okay, you've won the challenge. Full time. Why review it for you, idiot? It's full time. Honestly, Holmes, what has our game come to, mate? This is a professional sport, mate. We, we, our refs can't even get things right, some things. So if New South Wales overturned the decision, shouldn't they get one play? Because it wasn't full time because they're, they're able to review it. But if it's full time, they reviewed it. No, no, full time, you won. Well, how can you review it if it's full time, you idiots? Oh, honestly, Hoves, this is doing my head in, mate. Our game has gone to rubbish. Oh, my God. They don't even know what they're doing. You know what I mean? How can you review something if it's full time? Hoves. <laughs> Honestly, that's my heading. Oh, mate, I was dumbfed. I was like, why are they reviewing? Like, what, what's going on? Paulo's obviously offloaded it. And Jake Fred knocks the ball on, as they said. But yeah. then they so said, shouldn't, shouldn't New South Wales get one play? Because they had enough time to review it. You but, can't review if it's full time. But then, because it was a knock-on, they would have had to call a scrum. There's no way New South Wales would have been able to pack a scrum that quick. Yeah, hold on. The... the the clock stops because you're going to review. Maybe if New South Wales had a scrum pack, oh, 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 stop, hold on. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, like you said, mate, third tackle, that Nathan Cleary option, terrible, absolutely pathetic, mate. I don't know what he was doing. There was one person running through and the ball was covered easily. On the third tackle with a minute to go, you can't be doing that, Nathan. Honestly, man, I don't know what he was trying to do, Oates. It was third tackle, mate. At least take it to the fifth tackle before you try something. He wasn't on that game, definitely, for game three. Um, Cody Walker got knocked out um, as well. He got KO'd. But, um, yeah, I don't know where he was the whole game, mate. It's it, disappointing that he just didn't show up. He went back in his shell. But, yeah, mate, some strange things went on in that Origin game. And the Queensland deserved a win. I always said they bombed so many tries, Queensland. That Cody Walker KO, that was pretty pretty brutal, wasn't it, too? Like... Oh, mate, and he was, he was face down, like, you could see one eye open, and Damien Cook was holding his hand. I'm just like, he's gone. Yeah, what happened, mate? Did he? Because they didn't show a replay of it. No, well, that, that, that's what we'll talk, I was talking about today, with him, mate. There's just no updates on him, mate. To say, yeah, yeah. you know, it didn't show any replay to what caused it. It was just nothing, um, mate. So obviously full time. So Queensland get back the uh, shield for 2020. Uh, Queensland are now the uh, State of Origin Series winners for 2020. Mate, I love what Cherry Evans said. On behalf of the worst ever Queensland team, thank you very much. So, mate, I just want to say that to you too, mate. You gave us absolutely no chance. Um, And I just kept saying, we just know how to win. They'll turn up. They know how to win. Definitely was the worst team I've seen on paper. Or do you think the 1995 team was worst on paper? Because some of those players we hadn't even heard of as, you know? Yeah, half of this team, mate, would have made dead set. Canley Vale Cooker's A-grade team. Um, you know, they're struggling to make first grade. And they're playing Origin. You know, it's serious. Please, mate, what's doing? And you won. <laughs> and you won. It shows how good Wayne Bennett is, mate. I know we're going about Bellamy, easy to go, but, mate, I don't know. Wayne Bennett might have his nose in front. The bloke's a freak, absolute freak. What Cherry Evans said, like, New South Wales should be remembering this, mate. They didn't remember. There was no one, I don't know if, on the coaching staff, even Fitler, to say to them, don't you remember you lost eight straight? Don't you remember they were, they were smart, you know, smart Alex to us? Don't you remember they rubbed it in our faces? Do you remember that? 
you want to go out there and do that on their turf, there's just nothing else. All right, everyone. Well, that's a wrap for 2020. Thank you so much for listening in, helping us on social media, giving us your comments, giving us some tips and giving us some ideas to talk about. We hope you've enjoyed the last eight weeks. For us, it's been an absolute joy that we could just sit here as mates and talk real rugby league and talk our side of the game and talk real, uh, which is what we've always wanted to do. That's the season finale now for 2020. We're going to be back in 2021, firing, ready to go. We'll start early. We'll review the teams. We'll preview the teams before the season kicks off. Then we'll be on every week talking about our tips. You can support Hopes and As in our tips. You can give us some grief about our tips. We want you to follow on. We want you to keep talking to us. Tell us what you want. We'll stay active on the social media. I'll start putting some polls up. As will start putting some polls up. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you guys interested. Keep us intrigued. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know anything that you'd love us to talk about in 2021. Um, we, we're going to have some surprise guests on 2021. We'll get some footy players on for sure. As, thank you, mate. What a, what a way to start. Hobes and As for 2020. Obviously, I couldn't do this without you. You're my best mate. We we've been following <laughs> rugby league for a long, long time, um, mate. Thank you. Just want to say thanks to you. No, no, yeah, thank you. Uh, obviously, thank all the people for listening in. Uh, we love the comments. Um, obviously, yeah, if you've got something to say, maybe we missed something. Maybe you want us to talk about something. Please write to us on social media. Um, obviously, please let your fr friends know to listen to us. You know, if they have a laugh, so be it, mate. You know, we, we want people to have a laugh as well. Yeah, obviously, thank you, Hobes. Thanks, Lara. Thank you for doing, um, you know, all the editing, uh, stuff like that, mate. We, we couldn't be uh, where we are without your wife. I'm keen. I can't wait to start 2021, mate, and uh, the West Tigers, minor premiers. Um, is it a possibility? I don't know. After hearing we signed James Roberts and looking at Curtis Tiernan. Okay, go the Tikes. Uh, yeah, mate. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Have a great Christmas. Obviously, holidays and that. And uh, hopefully we see you all again uh, for 2021. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks Thanks to our wives, obviously, for letting us, you know, have some time to talk about rugby league, follow our passion, our dreams. And, yeah, to my wife, Lara, obviously, you know, forever brave warrior, um, you know, for supporting us. As that's it, buddy. We've done for the year. 2020's done. What a wrap. What a year. Bring on 2021. Go, you mighty Maroons. Go, you mighty Eels. Bring on 2021, baby.